This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls at the lobby yard. Watching the Grobian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. This is episode number 242. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing all right. Also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Awesome. What movie do we have you watch this week? Swept Away. Swept Away. This is from 2002. This is written and directed by Guy Ritchie. Picked this in honor of uh, King Arthur coming out this week what's it what's the full title it's called like king arthur and something with a sword <laughs> king arthur's i hope that it's just called king arthur something with the sword <laughs> it's called king arthur legend of the sword mm, that's not as good as the title is something with the sword i agree i have a synopsis here a snooty socialite is stranded on a mediterranean island with a communist sailor it stars madonna Ryan, tell us a little bit about Swept Away. Well, uh, in the beginning, there's a pretty girl that is rich. And she swears a lot. And she's all around evil. Like, she has a big head. And she basically thinks the world revolves around her. And... She, her and her husband and two other couples got on this boat from Greece. And the whole time when she's getting on the boat, she's complaining that well, there are enough crew members and the boat's not big enough. The boat's not fancy enough. And then when she gets on the boat... All three of those complain about how the food's not good enough, and that's bad. And they, the, the cooks all try this food that is bad, and the cooks all find it okay. But it just points out that she likes to complain about everything. Well, anyway, about half, well, not quite half, but I thought she goes out on this little dinghy with one of the guys in the boat. I forget what they're looking for. It's some land to do something. Anyway, that's so not important. Um, she gets to this dinghy, and the thing is running. And all of a sudden, the motor just turns off. It doesn't sputter. It doesn't do anything. It just shuts off. And her and this guy are out stranded in the middle of nowhere in the sea. And a few days go by. Eventually, they float to a private island on a a desert island. And... They wake up, and as soon as they see the island, they paddle towards it and land there. And eventually, the roles are switched, and it turns into the morning guy being the main guy and being the king of the castle, and Madonna being 
not the orgasm. <laughs> Eventually, they fall in love and they get rescued. And she sends the guy money. And he thinks that it's a hush hush bribe. And it's not. He buys a ring. And he goes back to meet her in this hotel they're staying at. And when he goes back to meet her, he finds her in a helicopter. And she's flying away as he's running into the area to meet her. And that's how it all ends. Did they live happily ever after? I, uh, I think he lived pissed off ever after. Mm. Because they were unfulfilled ever after. <laughs> Alright, so what'd you think? Uh, what's that gun? I mean, I laughed a few times, but I, I don't think I'd laugh again at the same thing. They were like a what's a done thing. All right, so. One done. Laughter once over. We give it one laugh. But if you were to watch it again, there would be no laughs. Cry. Do you think there might be laughs in new places, though, if you watched it again? Uh, Maybe on stuff I missed. Okay. Maybe with the stuff that you missed while you were laughing the first time. I I suppose, yeah. (laughs) Anything's possible. <laughs> I still mm. laugh because Madonna eventually when the roles get switched, this guy treats her like shit and she has a taste of her own medicine. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Not not so snooty anymore, is she? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well this movie sounds awful to me. I I, I don't know. I'm actually kinda of surprised. I thought, you know, when we get to the point where Adam's like, what do you think? Usually there's a lot of vitriol. You can, you know what I mean? You can feel the hate coming from Ryan. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting with this one. But it was kind of just a soft, I didn't like it. It's a bit surprising. Uh, It is. It probably should have said it was fucking terrible. (laughs) Is it probably... Wasn't good. Oh, if you liked it, that's what this show's all about: is whether or not you liked something. Yeah, it's called Ryan watches. Uh, if you if you love Swept Away as much as I think you do, let it you out. just you just say that you say Swept Away, amazing, loved it, awesome. Bury your soul. I don't think I'd use the word amazing at all. Transcendent? Would you use the word transcendent? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think I might use the word good. Oh. Okay. I was good. not expecting that. I'll, I'll, I'll tell good, you that right now. Good one time, maybe. <laughs> one time through, it's good. After that, invalid. So it's a it's a Guy Ritchie movie. You know, his movies are typically very visual, very stylish. Was there a lot of that going on in this movie? There's a lot of colors and whatnot. Mm. If that's what you mean. No color splash. It's sort of like everything, like on the boat and on the island, and throughout the movie, everything just real colorful and alive. I guess be the reason. I even watched this on my lesser of 
Toon TVs, and it was still pretty colorful. So. Okay, so pretty high fidelity visuals then. That's that's good to hear, I guess. Uh, so this movie got a five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Uh, it should be noted probably that this is a remake of a film from I want to say seventy five, maybe nineteen seventy five, uh, <clears throat> which I I think is pretty much the exact same movie. Pretty much. Well, yeah. I, I didn't see the original or this one, so I really have no point of reference. Lena Wertmar is the original director. Well, she's actually supposed to be really good. I haven't gotten a chance to watch her films, which is, I I completely forgot that she did the original. And it's just, I don't know. It's hard for me to wrap my head around Guy Ritchie remaking one of her movies. Uh, another kind of interesting thing is that they re-released, Kino Lorber re-released the original in theaters. And it's actually playing right now in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. What the? Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know that until just before we started recording and I was pulling up all my notes and stuff, I looked at uh, the box office numbers and it incorrectly says that under this one, it incorrectly says that it was re-released now, but it's Hmm. not this one. It's the original one. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. The guy that was in the original, his son plays his father's role. Oh, so there's some some tie-ins there. So how was Madonna in this? Actually, it's surprisingly good. Like, I've taken her on much, but for someone whose main job is not being an actress, she's pretty decent at this. Uh-huh. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give her an Oscar or anything, but she was alright. That's good. I haven't seen her in many acting roles either, but I don't remember her ever being horrible in anything I've seen. I remember she was in that movie with Sean Penn. Remember that? When when uh, Sean Penn was married to her? I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything that she was in. She, has, she hasn't been in much. Her. It's funny. Like I When I was looking at her filmography, uh, I expected her to be in more. But she really hasn't been in a whole lot. What the hell was the name of that one with Sean Penn? Was it like Shanghai Surprise or something? Of course she was. Of course she was in Dick Tracy. That that was probably one of her bigger bigger acting roles. Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Nights. Yeah. Uh, League mm-hmm. of Their Own. That's right. Yeah, yeah, she was in League of Their Own. She did a good job in that. Yeah. Vision Quest. <laughs> I didn't know she was in Vision Quest. Vision Quest. Uh. <laughs> Goddamn Vision Quest, dude. Uh, fucking movie. Yeah, so she's been in some stuff, some decent stuff there. Let's talk about Guy Ritchie now. Ryan, I think you're probably a big fan of Guy Ritchie, no? I am. All right, let's let's uh, let's run down this filmography. So his big breakout was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Mm-hmm. That's from 98. Followed that up with Snatch. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, talk about a one-two punch. Yeah, right. Lockstock followed by Snatch. I remember when when Snatch first came out, we saw it in the theater. And I was like, this guy, holy crap, he is just speaking to me. <laughs> yeah, like, remember, this I movie remember. is incredible. I just I, I've watched it so many times. I remember this whole time, like being like really enamored with Snatch and then him marrying Madonna. And we yep. 
like yep. we were just we couldn't wait for a new guy Ritchie movie and then when it was announced that he was remaking swept away with madonna and the <laughs> lead, we're like, like what we're like uh oh no are you sure yeah because at, right after snatch comes swept away in 2002 and it was just like no what is happening here and then he followed that up with revolver which was one with jason statham and that was bad too it was going back to his kind of stylish crime thriller roots but it just that movie was just not good at all and then after that it was rock and rolla and i remember seeing rock and rolla and i was like all right this is kind of we're getting back there wasn't anywhere near the level of lock stock or snatch but i found that one to be somewhat enjoyable at least and then then he did the two sherlock holmes movies the the ones with uh, robert downey jr and and uh, Jude Law. Did either of you guys see those? Either of those? No. I saw the first one, which I thought was all right. I, I thought the first one was, was pretty good. It was pretty fun. I remember th- feeling a little blah on the second one. Mm-hmm. Feeling like it was a little bit of a letdown. And then uh, Man From U.N.C.L.E., which came out in 2015. That was a surprise for me. I I didn't expect anything i had zero expectations going into that one and i had a really good time with the man from uncle did you see that one ryan that's on my list on your list of uh your watch list yeah yeah that's that's the one with uh army hammer and um superman's in it Mm -hmm. i saw parts of this i didn't see the whole thing henry cavill who just turned 34 today as of this recording what yeah, uh, Man from Uncle, good time. I really enjoyed that one. I guess that's it for Guy Ritchie. Yeah, and then what's, we have what's his, what's his newest one? The King, he's doing the King Arthur thing. Yeah, King Arthur. Something with the sword. Mm-hmm. Something with the sword. Uh, did he have anything to do with uh, any of the Mission Impossible? No. Who am I thinking of? A lot of people did those Mission Impossible movies. There were there were several directors. John Woo did the second one. That's all. Yeah. Good John Woo. Yeah. John Woo mixed up with the guy Richie. Yeah, I don't know why. What hmm. happens? All right. Any final thoughts on Swept Away before we give you a drum roll? Mm, stay away. Stay away from Swept Away. Yeah. I don't know. It sounded like you were you were loving on this. I was uh, middle of the road. I don't know. And it's now, not... throughout the conversation, drop me even more. I don't know, man. It sounds like you're walking this shit back. <laughs> yeah, you're stepping it back. I think you were. I think you thoroughly enjoyed Swept Away. I think it Look... got to your heart. It spoke to you. It was transcendent, like you said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Look, looking at the the gross. The domestic total gross on this, uh, $598,000, and it had a budget of $10 million. I also remember this bombing. Yeah, this one bombed. This one bombed hard. This lost a lot of money. Because <laughs> you have to think, like, there was probably at least another $10 million on top of that in marketing. Yeah. So this lost this lost a bunch of money. Oh, this is banks in this. Yeah? Is this one of our uh, first roles? Are you telling me or asking me? Asking. Oh, I don't know. 
to find out real quick. Let's yeah, thanks. I feel like she was in stuff before that, but yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, she was in Wet Hot American Summer. That's probably oh, the first thing um, you saw her in. Yeah, she was yeah, in the she, 2000 remake of Shaft. She was in Spider Man same year. Swept away. And catch me if you can. She's tearing it up. See Biscuit after that Spider Man two. Yeah. She went on a tear. She hit the ground running. She sure did. You have barbecue sauce all over your face. (laughs) Interestingly, Matthew Vaughn produced this movie. He's the director of the Kick-Ass movies. He also produced Lockstock, I think. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he produced Lockstock. He produced Snatch. He did Mean Machine. The one with oh, Vinnie Jones, the oh, I like that. The, the soccer movie. Uh, that was a remake too, I think. Yeah. Layer cake. I remember. I remember how how I much I hated that. layer cake. Oh God! I just read something. Oh wait, sorry. That just it just came out. A little bit of trivia that I read about King Arthur. Oh, okay, well we'll get to that in just a second. Let's give you a drum roll, Ryan. What do you give? Swept away. <laughs> Four. It's a, it was a pensive four out of ten. I was torn. I was gonna give it a three. Bullshit. Uh, I certainly wasn't gonna anywhere above four. I don't know. I'm, we're gonna continue this episode, but it's under protest because I'm pretty sure that you're you're thinking higher than a four. I think so too because you, at one point you even said it was good. Yeah. And then you said it was kind of straight down the middle, which would sort of imply a five. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I was thinking a five. That's what I was waiting for. We're gonna give it a. We're gonna give it a five. I'm putting are five we, down. What was he overruling? Are we allowed to do that? <laughs> I mean, it's his show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, It'll stand with whatever he wants it to be. Uh, are you going so th- three or four, right? I go four. All right. All right. Just, move it, it. It, that's it. It's locked in four. Four out of ten. So, what do you think about this King Arthur Legend of the Sword movie? Nope. No? It's got your boy in it? Yeah. Charlie Hunnam? Charlie Hunnam. Guy Ritchie movie, directed by directed by Guy Ritchie, stars Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. Come on now. What if I told you that it's 126 minutes? <laughs> that, no. It's a two-hour epic. Eric Banner? Jude Law's in there? Last time I saw King Arthur, it was fucking awful. If I told you this was the first of six. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, probably have to murder somebody. That's as bad as those fucking Avatar movies getting. That's what, that's what I read. The sequels. TV. Like, audibly, just, I had to react because I get down to the trivia part and it says the first installment of a planned six film series. I can almost guarantee you there it's will not, not be six of these. It's not going to make it to six. I can, because as soon, as soon as one of them either doesn't make a ton of money or loses money, that's it. I'm going to guess that it's going to be King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> with David I mean, I mean like, seriously, I think Guy Ritchie's a good director, but do they have that much confidence in him with this that they're like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll do six of these. That's what I mean. That's and this I mean, is a big just, budget. I mean, I, I I don't know the exact budget of this, but looking at the the trailer, this looks like a 
big movie. Well, plus, like, who's, I mean, who's been sitting around like, God, I can't wait for a King Arthur movie. I know, like, I feel like we've had so many King Arthur movies. Do we need another one? I don't know. They just keep bringing back these. Do we need need take more? Yeah, that too. I mean, it's bad enough that you're going to do one, but do we need six? Yeah. This has a budget of 102 million, so this is this There's is no reason this blockbuster that. territory here. It's also PG-13, which is a little bit of a bummer. I mean, if I'm gonna see a King Arthur story, I want it to be gritty and violent and dark I mean, and horrific, like it was back then. It's called the Legend of the Sword. Swords, they do a lot of damage. The only right? purpose of a sword is to slice people. That's the point yeah. of that sword. It's to murder people. It's to dismember people. It's the cave in skulls. It's to cut off arms. Yeah. And essentially decapitate people, really. So to have a PG-13 movie, What's I'm just the, not into that. How are they going to do that? What are they doing here? Looks like it has five writing credits, too. So we got that going on. This is going to be terrible. I'm not too into it. The trailer was certainly flashy. Maybe flashy enough to warrant a rental for me. Get the old VOD rental when it comes out, but yeah, I'll buy it up blockbuster. Get it up blockbuster when it comes out. Yeah, roll down to the A to Z video. (laughs) A to Z. Looks like Guy Ritchie's also going to be doing Aladdin, so he's going to be hit. His career's over. I'm worried about John Favreau, because you know John Favreau. After he did Jungle Book, he signed on to do The Lion King. Oh God! So it's like, what is going on here? I mean, Favreau needs to go back to doing his small movies. Like when he did Chef, I was like, oh sweet, he's going going back, going back to the small indie comedies. Yeah, he was just doing that to get himself back in the door. Maybe get that Jungle Book money. Now he's doing this Lion King business. Guy Ritchie doing Aladdin. Ugh. Is, is Lion King or Aladdin, are they real, real life movies? Or oh, they, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to be live action. They're doing live really? action all Yep. They're already talking about, I think, a Mulan live action Mulan. They're, it's going to be all of them. Yep. I mean, I would say within the next 10 years, we're going to have every single... Disney animated movie is going to be live action. There's going to be a live action version because it's basically just them printing money. I mean, look at look at Beauty and the Beast. That that destroyed the box office. Bank. Whatever. I don't care. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on King Arthur? Something with a sword or swept away? Uh, no. All right. I think that'll do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakeshaw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We will see you next week. See you later.